KFJO Time, 744, the KFJO Morning Crew, Doug Lear, Dan Michaels. Thank you for waking up with us and making KFJO number one in the morning, number one all day long. Joining us on the line, Minnesota DNR Conservation Officer from the Pelican Rapids area, Bill Landmark. Good morning to you, Bill. How are you? Yeah, morning, Doug. How about yourself? Yeah. Now you're uh, on one of the lead-ins there in uh, break. Uh, it's your birthday, so happy birthday. Yeah, so I'm a, a little bit older than you, a little <laughs> bit older than I was yesterday, but still younger than Dan Michaels. And, uh, you know, you always will be. Yeah. Sadly, yeah. sadly enough. Bill, I, I wanted to ask you out of the gate here, um, wh- what is, how are the ice conditions in and around Pelican Rapids? We had a, uh, a winter that started with a lot of snow. Sometimes that can lead to slush and some access issues. Uh, our listeners that want to go ice fishing, snowmobiling, how are the conditions out there? Conditions are good. Once you can get on the lakes, you just got to watch out for the drifts. Um that cold snap that we had after we got all that snow really helped solidify everything. You're still finding on some of the bigger lakes, uh, over some of the deeper water that froze last, you're still finding some small slush pockets to be wary of, but, uh, we're seeing at least 16 inches of ice uh, and up to 20 in some cases across most of the lakes. Uh, the one issue that we do have on some of the lakes is, you know, with all that snow, the accesses didn't get plowed right away. So some of them are a little bit harder to get to, but, uh, after this warm snap, the snow settled some of that, so more lakes should have uh, some more access uh, throughout the rest of the winter here. Is there any place, uh, by the way, we're talking to Bill Landmark, who is a DNR conservation officer in the Pelican Rapids area, and we want to ask you about Pelican Pete here before we're done too, Bill. But, uh, Bill, is there places along Pelican, the Pelican River, uh, that we should avoid where water's going, flowing from one place to the other? Is there a, a place we should never go? Yeah, anywhere you have a, an inlet or an outlet to a body of water is always something to be cautious of. Um, you know, Prairie Lake's an example, one of those at the the public access. And then on the north end where you have an inlet and outlet, uh, same thing, you know, Lizzie, Crystal. There's a few areas where the, the river runs through. So avoid those areas. Um, other than that, there are some areas that do have springs. Uh, you know, there's a few that I know about, probably too many to list on this radio show. but. Okay. You know, if you have any questions on that, you know, contact your your local CO or local fisheries office, and they'd be able to point you to areas of those springs to avoid too. That was going to be my next question. Is I, I got my snowmobiles uh, on my trailer. I come out to the lakes area. I want to zip across a couple places. Is there pl- people that you would recommend that we talk to? I mean, I realize we can call the DNR, etc., uh, as you just mentioned. But uh, do you recommend we talk to the local, you know, fish? shop guy and stuff like that when we're out in different lakes? Yeah, bait shops are also a great source of information, too. They'll be able to tell you, you know, where plowed, plowed roads are if, if you're, you know, limited to a nice castle and, and vehicle in those situations or uh, be able to tell you what conditions are for, you know, off-trail off or, or uh, more remote kind of snowmobile or four-wheeler type destinations to get to your fishing spot. So they're a fantastic uh, source of information. I rolled my Super Stinger uh, in 19, winter of 84, whatever, and I uh, never got it fixed, and I haven't been on my snowmobile ever since. Uh, but you've got some of the most incredible groomed uh, snowmobile paths uh, that people can go out there, it, go for miles and miles. How do you find out where they are, et cetera? How do you get the details if I'm not from the area and I want to bring my snowmobile up here? Uh, the DNR website, if you go to the DNR website and go under our like snowmobile tab, uh, recreational vehicle tab, uh, there's a, a, a 
website or link that you can click that'll bring up all the snowmobile maps and in Minnesota it's an interactive kind of type thing. Okay. Uh if you're a purchaser of Onyx, Onyx has snowmobile trails on it. Um another free app that's good is the uh, Polaris Ride app. Uh that's kind of what I use for work and in personal time and and that shows all the trails on there that also give you a GPS point uh as to where you at but uh, these trails over here, they're they're marked fantastically. Uh, basically, if you just find a spot to to park near a trailhead or in a city near a gas station or something like that and ride from there, you know, every intersection is going to give you uh, either a map or directions as to where you are. So they're very well marked and it's very easy to navigate around. Well, that's just uh, that is just terrific to know. Bill Landmark joining us, uh, DNR conservation officer from the Pelican Rapids area. So uh, here's a little touchy uh, subject, though. You know, and uh, uh, folks just can't help it. You know, there's a few things uh, that people like or enjoy more in the world than being out there in the cold, the crisp, the fresh air, and then having a little uh, schnapps. You know, underneath the thing and the snowmobile and whatnot, uh, boy, it's it's uh, not recommended to be drinking and driving your snowmobile, is it, Bill? Correct. Yeah, it's it's not safe to do so. Uh, obviously, it's uh, alcohol does have a, a depressing effect on your uh, reaction time and and everything like that, and that gets amplified by the cold weather. So, you know, what we see is dangerous situations created, especially when you add you know speed into the mix or rough trail conditions, and now you're impaired with alcohol. Uh, it's it's not a good combination for anybody on the trail, and that's. That's something that we patrol for uh, very regularly. And, you know, if you're over that point of weight on a snowmobile, uh, you're going to jail for DWI. Oh, there you go. That's just as simple as that. That's the bottom line. Uh, getting back to getting onto the water here, how has the fishing been in the lakes area? It's been pretty good. Um, it's it's slowed down a little bit now. Uh, you know, of course, we're hitting that kind of midwinter uh, slump. But, yeah, it's been, it's been a really good winter so far. Um, and I think a lot of that has to do with, you know, once once uh, everything froze, guys are able to get access to a lot of areas that they weren't able to fish, you know, last year due to the amount of snow that we had. So, uh, yeah, it's it's been a good winter, and it, it should only get better, you know, the later we get into February when they start becoming more active again. Okay. Bill Landmark joining us, a DNR conservation officer from the Pelican Rapids area. Did you, were you aware that they moved Pelican Pete? I was, yeah. That actually has been a well, as long as I've been in the station, uh, three four year discussion, and they finally are moving forward with the dam uh, removal project and uh, creating a rock ripple to restore the river kind of back to its natural route. So uh, it's very exciting for me to see the uh, you know have that kind of look natural and and allow the sturgeon to move up the river to spawn and and just. Uh, aside from the sturgeon, other fish communities too to move up the river like they normally would. Well, that's neat. And then uh, Pelican Pete, the big pelican, will be moved back to the other side of the river. Is that going to be next summer? Uh, I'm not sure exactly of the timeline on it, but I do know uh, if he's not going anywhere. He's a pelican rapid icon. Yes, uh, he's, he's going to be staying there. But I don't know exactly what the timeline for replacement of him <laughs> is. Well, we can't have. Pelican Pete going anywhere, that's for sure. Bill Landmark, who is DNR, Conservation Officer in the Pelican Rapids, Minnesota area. Bill, thanks for your expertise. We sure appreciate it. Hope you have a wonderful day. Not a problem. Thanks for having me on, guys. Yep, take care.